jaws of the Moshi beast. In the desolate Bantine desert, Leonor escaped death once again, and found himself under the protection and tutelage of the only one who could give him what he needed. Here, the king completed Leonor's training, and charged him with a mission that no one else could fulfill. His purpose was clear, and his mission awaited him. Though he did not find comfort in his own abilities, he drew assurance from the king's wisdom and confidence in choosing him to be the instrument of bringing the people out of slavery. The Bantine Desert lay a full day's journey from Lord Pharos's castle, Pyron Mid. The king gave Leonard a horse and a mission, one that was reserved for him from his birth. He entered Nyland wearing the garb of a knight and mounted on a white stallion named Freedom. The lush lands were pleasing to see after the many weeks in the desert. No one hindered his approach, for he was obviously more than a mere slave, and yet one man did not pose a threat. Feros often hosted men of importance in his council, so his arrival did not draw much attention. He slowed his gallop to a trot, Slaves in the field glanced up momentarily from their work as he passed by, but the overseers scolded and whipped them back to their labor. The, work, slave. the cries of the slaves awakened the sick feeling Leonard felt in the pit of his stomach. The memories of the years he spent as a slave were not all sorrowful, however. The friendships he developed with Quinn and some of the other slaves helped pass the long, difficult days. And then... There was Tess. Leonard missed her, and he knew that the thought of his death had caused her daily anguish. She was a special friend. The intolerable days of slavery were bearable because of her. He was continually enamored with her kind heart and cheerful disposition. She was truly a faithful and loyal friend. Their earlier journeys bound them together and Leonor did not realize how much he relished her company until now. No longer a child, and not yet a woman, Leonor found it easy to be her companion. He was the big brother that she never had, and she was the younger sister that urged him to accept the responsibilities of a protecting young man. Her strawberry blonde hair and blue eyes that sparkled with life helped to melt away the dreariness of slavery. He searched for her in the mass of working slaves as he neared the castle. But the castle was so large, and Pharos now owned so many slaves, that his efforts of searching were rewarded only with images of distraught faces. Some were familiar, most were not. The slaves kept their eyes lowered and on their work. No one recognized Leonard, the former slave. Pharos's grand castle stood like a monument, a witness to the expansive power he wielded. Nyland was Nyland because of Pharos. He was the most powerful man in all of Arathrae. Along with the growth of his influence grew his pride and arrogance. Leonard stopped at the drawbridge and took in the view of the majestic castle Pyron Mid in its entire splendor. The gate towers stood tall, as if to proclaim that it was an impenetrable fortress which no army in the kingdom could ever hope to seize. If Pharos were to fall, it would be for one reason only. The king wanted it. 
Such was the case, and so it was that Leonard was chosen to accomplish the impossible. Unsure of the future, but obedient and confident in the king, Leonard was willing to be the king's sword. So, in silence, alone, and atop a gallant white stallion, Leonard prepared himself to challenge the mightiest force in the entire kingdom. In his heart, he knew the king was with him. The moments passed, and his stillness began to draw attention. Normally, a visiting nobleman would cross the drawbridge and announce himself to the gate guards. Leonard waited beyond the threshold, a clear message of insult never before witnessed at Pyron Mid. The keeper of the gate called for another guard. After a short exchange between the two, he called down to Leonard, Sir, state your name and your intentions. We shall herald your arrival to Lord Ferros. Leonard paused before speaking. My message is for Ferros.